0: The Magazine with AC and George
1: Jogona.: With me is uh, someone that uh, I've really looked for for a while, but it's good to have her on uh, set or rather on, in studio today. With me is, allow me to just, I hope I'll not spell it wrongly, but uh, let me spell it. Angen, Angeniska Mint, uh, or rather in short, just Aguska. Hi, how are you?
0: Hi, I am good. Thank you. And your ah. pronunci- pronunciation was pretty good. Ah, it's good. good. But uh, everyone called me Aguska.
1: Ah, good. So for those who may not know who Aguska is, who is Aguska?
0: Aguska is professional female football freestyler, which means I am doing tricks with football. Mm-hmm going all around the world to show my skills to the people
1: and where does Aguska come from where was Aguska born
0: okay so um I came from Poland mm-hmm. Uh I born then as well but right now I am living in London from last four years
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. good uh, tell us more about your family uh where you're born and and, and all that
0: okay so basically I born in Poland um I was living whole life there for like around 19 years, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so basically I've got two sisters and four brothers. Mm -hmm. That's why I've got like huge family and I was playing like kicking the ball next to my house all my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, you know, when you have a lot of siblings, like I think this is normal things when you're just going out, kicking the ball, having fun with your siblings. Mm And this is what really brought me to the football, I think so.
1: Good. And did you just grow up uh, loving football or you played a different game?
0: Um, So, no. um, I grew up without any passion, without nothing. Um, The football was just basis because I was growing with my four brothers, so we always were kicking the ball around. And with time, um, in high school, I believe, I started to love volleyball like I was pretty good in it I could say and then I signed for the club and I was playing uh, volleyball in the club Mm -hmm. for like around two years Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's it so basically volleyball was my first love.
1: And how was it playing playing volleyball? Excuse me? How was it playing volleyball?
0: Oh volleyball it's something awesome it's something beautiful like I don't know it's like how so so many things happening in one second. Like you need to be really like working well with all people who are playing with you the the conversation between you during the emotion, the energy like everything gets much different, and your left reflex needs to be so quick so yeah, volleyball was was one of the best things, like even if I didn't went for the training i I was taking the ball, going next to the house and like smashing the ball uh, to the wall, you know like that was. So beautiful time of my life. Ah.
1: And uh, what 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 now uh, and maybe before we go there, are you the firstborn? Are you uh, because you had mentioned you're the you you have other siblings, but are you the firstborn or the lastborn or you fall in somewhere in the middle? I
0: am the middle. I always love that I am three and a half <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that is, that is that is nice. So how did you how did you change now to 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 football?
0: Um so I was playing volleyball and in my club they never really like saw potential in me. I believe I was good but they never saw that potential in me which really has has me a lot because i wanted to you know play professional and everything and i didn't so like you know anything we're going into that direction so i quit that and then i think one year after they opened one small um academy school in my small city where i was born my my city it's called Boguchpawa, which means glory to god it's so beautiful.
1: wow wow
0: yeah, exactly yeah. yeah it's so beautiful um and basically I I signed for that club because they did first year for only females. Mm-hmm. The level was really bad. The girls didn't know how to play and we were just kicking our legs all the time, um, which I didn't like it. All the matches we went, we lost it. And um, the girls didn't really love that you could easily see that they were just coming to just spend time, but not really taking that serious, which I didn't like it. And thanks God, uh, I've got freestyle. So I saw two guys doing freestyle next to the field when I was playing football and I just went to them and asked, Okay, what is that? you know, and then so they explained me that this is freestyle football, this is what they are doing, and day after I just took the ball and I started to train.
1: Ah, good. And how, how how was it just beginning to to do this? Uh, because this is something I believe uh, you had you had an idea of it because of your brothers and and you had mentioned that uh, earlier. but how did you how did you now decided to how, what made you decide to take this seriously now?
0: Ah uh, freestyle. Yeah. Um, freestyle I just wanted to do around the world. I don't know which trick it's that around the world. Mm-hmm. you know which one? so my dream was to do around the world Mm -hmm. and i really wanted to do that but i was starting from the beginning from all the kiki appies like i was really rubbish Mm -hmm. and then um this took me around two weeks to hit my first around the world every single day every single day i was trying this trick and never get it Mm -hmm. and once i did it i wanna like man i can do like a lot of more i wanna more Mm -hmm. so this is how my Passion start. Like, I just wanna more, I just wanna improve, I wanna be better every single day, I wanna to to see my improvement, which really motivates me. And I think because that was pure passion and pure love for me, I just stay there.
1: Ah, good. And how, how has the journey been?
0: Oh, the journey in my freestyle was really difficult because um, people who I played with, they didn't really believe in me. They always were telling me like, oh, this is a really difficult sport, you are not going to make it. Or um, I went to my first competition, which was like after, let's say, six month of my training and they uh, two guys came to me and they told me like you are not going to achieve nothing you are really bad in it and i was like you know i was really like young i didn't have experience i didn't know nothing i was really like beginner beginner and they this is what they told me and really, I, until now, I hear that voice, you know. But it's not important because one year after, when they met me, they, they apologized me. And they say, told me, like, sorry, we say that. Mm-hmm. I even don't know why they did that. But, yeah, they apologized me one year after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it was really difficult. I never got non-support. Um, and then I went for my competition. That was first competition we were in Brussels. Mm-hmm. where that was European competition 2014 and I took my fourth place in the in the Europe which wow. was really good mm-hmm. and that was after one and a half year of training mm-hmm. only and then I went for the second competition which were in the um, Brazil in mm-hmm. Salvador and that was world championship which I qualified to it and I took another fourth place which was like wow in the world fourth place you know after like around two years of freestyling, mm-hmm. which was really good so this really motivate me you know I am just starting, but I am in top four in the world. Mm-hmm. So my journey went through the. Shall I tell more about it? How yes, it please. Was? Go ahead. Uh, so, yeah. Um, after 2016, I took the second place in the world. And in 2018, thanks God, I won the competition, which... I just cried it on on the stage because this, that was something what I really wanted to achieve, and took like a lot of trainings, a lot of hours of preparation. People don't see that as much we are suffering behind this the scene, but uh, that that year was really tough for me. I just wanted to win it. I just pushed it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I won it 2018, my first world title.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Glory to God. And yeah, yeah. And, and let me ask you, because you had said that even in volleyball, you, you, the, the, the coaches told you that this is not your game. And then now you move to freestyling and you're being told the same, same thing. How was this... Uh, for you, especially in 2018, when you you won that that uh, title,
0: oh, I never wanted to prove no one mm-hmm. that I am good in something or something. I just always felt that you know, they are not seeing nothing inside me, even when I am training hard and I am doing my best, was really difficult. But then freestyle, I, I, you know, that was my really passion. That was my love. That was something what I wanted to achieve. And even if it was difficult, I never wanted to prove no one who I am. I just wanted to bring the glory to God for this, what he's done to me, because I met jesus in 2017 Mm -hmm. that was that was only three years ago Mm -hmm. and then when i met him exactly one year after i won my competition easily you can see that he done such impossible things in my life which for us seems like it's impossible he'd like he did like possible things everything because of him i believe because he was he were putting strength in me Mm -hmm. for the training for the pushing you know so yeah
1: wow 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 now you have won your first title um, i believe this is now the moment when everyone is now uh, looking for you including the the coaches who had told you uh this is not your thing find something else to do uh but but i like your humility and and how you you just decided you know i'll not allow this uh to put to put me down and and let's 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 talk about now your 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 achievement from 2018 i believe it was just going up and up and up how was that
0: oh that wasn't that up as you think okay Okay. let's uh, let's, um speak um 2018 i won my first title world title then 2019 i won my second title that was super bowl uh-huh. a competition in prague and i won that so everything amazing and then we've got another uh, world championship 2019 in november which i lost it that was in miami which i lost it in the final again with the girl who i beat in 2018 in the final and um, that was really painful but i didn't felt confident you know god sometimes he's giving you the confirmation it's going to be all right but or it's not going to be all right Mm -hmm. and then basically 2019 in november before the world final i felt like i am not ready and then i reached to the final and i've got that feeling which you know i was like okay god it's your will i am going to win it if not i am going to learn it Mm -hmm. and then of course was really tough when they raised uh, my opponent hand uh-huh. in the final and i was like crying and the pain was really tough but then i i exited the stage i started to pray i said okay god that was your will, I am going to learn a lot from it. And from that time, I understood that it's not everything about the winning or losing. Mm -hmm. It's about this, how you are doing on the stage, how you are presenting yourself. Um, Like um, even I started to change my freestyle the way as I was performing, I started to change everything totally after the day when I lost it. God just opened my eyes. It's not how you were doing, you know? It's not this one, it's not that one. You need to go different. You need to practice differently, you need to be different than others, you know So from that time, my perspective for the freestyling and the competition changed. So I knew it that you know always got it's putting you in the position to or teach you or show you something, right? Mm-hmm. So in this case, he really teached me a lot, and I am thankful for him. It was painful, but I trusted to him because I knew it that was his uh, plan for my life and helped me, helped me a lot.
1: What, what, so what are some of the lessons that you uh, you learned that, that time that you lost?
0: Um, so basically, I was playing really safely. I never really showed it my skills. So basically, I will explain you how the competition looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to the stage with your opponent and then you have two girls. So it's me and my opponent. Mm-hmm. You have three times 30 seconds each. So it's 30 seconds for me, 30 seconds for you, 30 seconds for me, 30 seconds for you. So it's three times like that. Mm-hmm. And then In the end, the judges are choosing who are better. Mm -hmm. So what they are counting, the difficulties, Mm -hmm. creativity, personality, uh, performance, interaction, everything, and control. Once you are dropping the ball Mm -hmm. on the floor or the ball is really falling far far away from you, Mm -hmm. they are putting the points out from your control. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot of things included, but mostly the most important is to show difficulty, creativity and originality and i were always playing really safe things i never really showed my things even if i've got my creative things Mm -hmm. i never showed it Mm -hmm. and i don't know why it was like that i was scared i I was really comfortable with this what i were doing i was sure i can take it without my fix i don't know how was that but after that competition i understood no you need to play your things you need to show that you have an idea for your freestyle that you have your personality and this is what changed right now i have like a lot of things like it's two months to the world championship and i have like huge different mindset before that competition than i had before the other
1: Ah, okay nice take take us through uh, your typical uh day in terms of uh training uh
0: my typical day so i am waking up 6 30 in the morning to pray to read the bible Uh and then after when i start that day with god uh, i am going for my breakfast Uh then i am going for my first session which is about two hours two and a half one and a half it depends how i feel in the morning Uh, then I am coming back home, cooking my food, eating my lunch, having like break between. So I let's say I can um, or um, sort my emails or I can work for like work or something. And then I am like uh, going for the second session. Then I am coming back to the house, taking care about my body as a treatment and everything. Uh, you know, like a lot of things. I have a lot of treatments to do before sleep. And then I am still praying uh, and finishing my day with God and this how this looks. So this is like basic way, basic when I am not having really the uh, works. Okay. I am just training, praying, eating and regenerating myself.
1: Wow. That is, that is so nice. And uh, if, of course, as competitions now come closer, then the, the, the schedule changes a bit.
0: Uh, the competition, yeah. yes, it's more trainings. Mm-hmm. It's more concentration on only freestyle. Focus on freestyle. Mm-hmm. Focus on the things that are important, not in the distraction. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so okay. this
0: will change.
1: Okay, let's talk about your support system. Um, who is your support system?
0: Support. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say only God. Okay. Only God. is the person who never leave you, no, non forsake mm-hmm. you. Uh, uh, support is really difficult for me because my family never supports me uh-huh. and whenever someone asks me for this I am like starting to cry because it's so difficult uh-huh. that my family never saw how, how, I, how much I need to train uh-huh. to do this all things to achieve all these things uh-huh. and they never really care even after last competition was the same like they contacted me i contacted them four days after the competition mm-hmm. and even they haven't asked me if i won or something you know it was really tough mm-hmm. and then when i never got non-message from them mm. it's okay. I, I just prayed it to god and i was like wow why i even care but this what people are saying What you know what it's um if if they care or they don't if they support me or they n- or they don't, you are there for me, you know, I al- always can be there for you, you know, and I know that I don't need no one else, even if it's difficult, we need to take our cross and just go, yeah.
1: Hang on to God and hang on to Christ because uh, the moment we know he's our purpose, he's the one who walks with us, and then he is going to walk us the journey and, and I believe this is your life purpose, this is what uh, God created you uh, to be. And, and it's a good thing that you are in the space we are in. And, and the good thing is that you're looking up to God to, to just show you the way. And that is a really an encouraging thing. And I know one day things will change. They'll not be the same way uh, that, that you think they are. So uh, not to worry. Uh, you, you talk about it and I remember Joseph i'm sure you know the story of joseph he he went round he he was sold by his own brothers he 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 ended up in pharaoh's house uh, which again he ended up being accused falsely and then at the end of it all he became the prime minister and whatever dreams that he had dreamt came to pass and his own brothers could not believe it that uh, they they were actually bowing down as he had said when when he was a young man, and and I know things will change for you. Um, we had not planned for this, but I, I just felt like I, I should encourage you that way. That uh, just like Joseph, he will Joseph, he will do it for you. He will he will exalt you one day, and I know he has already done it to the position that uh, you are in. Now let's talk about your words. I mean, you have. You have endorsement from wherever to wherever. I, how is it for you? How is that for you?
0: Uh how is that? Excuse me. Yeah. I was my zone out.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh can you repeat the question,
1: please? I'm asking how 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 is it uh, achieving all these all these awards and and the world just look up to you. I mean, getting. Uh, what getting to work with 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 uh, FIFA and, and and the likes and even the the many companies that have come on board to just work with you with with your journey. How how has that been for you?
0: Oh, everything! It's so beautiful. Like I never expected that I can. You know, once I was starting freestyle, I never saw myself up there. Like. It's a lot of freestylers who are starting freestyle and then they are like training, let's say, two, three months and they are contacting me, Aguśka, how I can become professional in this, what I am doing, how I can earn money from this. In my case, it was different. I was just training because I loved that. That was my passion. That was something that I wanted to, you know, push. I want to be the best in it. And I you know I didn't want to do that for money I didn't want to do that for like fame or anything and as I see this young generation they all see this kind of things and they want to be like that so in my case I was training for myself Mm -hmm. and I always want to be the best and then when I started to achieve my things I I never felt like oh it's enough I want to quit I still want to push it and every single day even now after eight years of freestyling almost eight years of freestyling i feel like i don't want to stop i still want to keep going keep pushing keep keep improving keep winning you know if that's god's will and just show freestylers that you know you will still be there you know for them and for me the most important is to support each other you know like a lot of freestylers who are in the top they they just stay there they just wanna you know be in the highest and don't wanna to talk to the to the lower freestylers or the beginners <laughs> i am the different one it's a lot of us like that but a lot of of them as well the ones that they don't wanna you know they just live for themselves as the bible mentioned we are not living for ourselves we are living for others to to support them to to bring them higher right so um it's really important for me it's it's not about the victory. It's not about winning or losing. It's about to be the person for others. Mm-hmm. To just show them, like even if you are world champion, it's it's you know it's no matter if I am the world champion. I will still be there for you. I will still help you. I will still support you. And you know, uh, yeah. So basically, this is this is it. What I wanted to mention in it. But it's awesome to win. It's awesome to lose. And it's amazing to be in the top, that everyone is watching you. But from another hand, when you are in the final, everyone expecting you to be in the best, um, the best condition in your life, uh, show like amazing things. And not always it's working, where you can really disappoint people in this moment when they are really supporting you and looking for you to to be, you know, the best there. So it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure every single day. And the worst is the time when I am preparing myself before the World Finals. Mm -hmm. And let's say left like four days or five days before the final. And you feel that that devil, which is like speaking to your head, like you are not enough, uh, you are not ready, you can't win it. What if that person is going to win? Against you, you know, like it's every single competition happening the same. Every single competition, he is putting this negativity. He wanted me to believe that I am not enough, that I am not ready, that. I will lose it. What if I will lose with someone who it's not that good as you, let's say, you know? So um, it's really difficult. The journey in general, in freestyle or in any sport, in any competition, it's a lot of pressure on you. It's a lot of hard work. And, and yeah, it's not that easy how people think. It's not that that you are winning one a day and losing. Like It's a lot of hard work and a lot of things behind all of these things, which is not that easy. But it's yes. easy uh, when we have got. It's easier. It's much easier because I I met God after five years of my freestyling, mm-hmm. five years, and that, I can see the difference. Yeah.
1: Now that you've started that story, let us talk about it. How How did you meet God?
0: Um, so I was raised in Catholic church mm-hmm. for like eighteen years mm-hmm. of my life, mm-hmm. and then. Um, I never really felt that there it's like anything what is bringing me to the church that was like a lot of tradition uh all the time repetition like all the time being which I don't know I I never really experienced God in my life at that moment mm-hmm. I knew that God is there I knew that you know this all things it's impossible that word it has become from one big bank. it's impossible mm-hmm. and I knew it that God is there but like in my journey of my life that was like okay Sunday at church and from Monday until Saturday day it's normal life and then you're going to the church and you still need to be good and then after church you still start your life without God and without nothing so I never in my life read even the Bible which was really crazy I didn't knew that Jesus is God like I didn't have non-knowledge non about nothing which is really crazy because you are going to the church and you are doing this all things and you are not conscious about this what you are celebrating why you are celebrating nothing Um and then when, in age of 80 I told my mom I am not going to the church you know you are mature so you (laughs) you want to show that you have power as well and then 2000 um, when I had 18 19 20 21 three years I was living like you know I knew that God is there but I really never prayed and did nothing towards to you know explore or anything and then when I moved to London after three years two years of being here Um, I met one guy, which my life was really like desperate, it's like long story behind it. But basically, 2017 was the worst year of my life. I haven't trained like through the whole year, maybe I did like 10 trainings. Uh It's nothing and then um yes i was in really bad shape i i wasn't happy i was super depressed i didn't want to leave i didn't even want to wake up in the morning because of all these things were happening in my life was really bad and then um uh, my friend friends told me about the church and they brought me to the church where when i went i i just feel felt something i just experienced something i was like wow this is incredible you know you can easily feel the presence which you were like oh this is amazing you know you wanted to stay there mm-hmm. and that was uh, pentecostal church And from that time, I started to hang out with like Christian people. Uh, I started to read the Bible. I started to get knowledge, who it's God, what he done for us, you know, and all these things. Of course, at the beginning was a really big battle To just, you know, stay firm whenever you, you know, you're like a baby at the beginning, you are like sucking the milk, you you know, you need to get into the Bible into like God's presence and everything and was really like huge battle every single day, you know, to be good in eyes of God, even if you didn't understand everything fully. You needed to be there and, you know, okay, this is sin, you can't do that. And yeah, that, that was it. Um, so, uh, that was, that was amazing. That I think that was the best, like, thing in my life, which happened when God came to my life and he definitely changed the, the way as I was as a person. Mm-hmm. Um. The way as I as I think, as I see others, as um, as I live my life, everything gets totally changed. Everything gets totally changed. And I am so thankful for him because, you know, it's, it's routed. He will never leave you, none forsake you. Even if you don't have support from others, he will always be there. He will always love you. And even if you are weak you know we change he will never change he will always stay the same and we always can back come back to him and he will always wait for us and forgive us for everything what what we done against him and everything hmm. so yeah i can see like every single day i see what is happening in people life and easily you can see that it's god and he working even if we are not seeing it
1: Wow, nice. That's that's a really good one. And how do you use now what 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 you're doing your 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 purpose uh, to 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 disciple other children? Other other they may be girls, they may be uh, young men. How how do you use this uh, to to draw people to Christ?
0: Um, so basically, um, it was really difficult for me. Like, first year was really difficult for me to share my faith. Mm-hmm. And like, whole 2017 and like half of 2018, I was like, no, I am not going to do it. A lot of people will unfollow um, me on Instagram because I start my, you know, sharing gospel on my Instagram, which I've got at that moment, I don't remember, maybe 20K. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what will people think, you know, I am not going to do that. But I didn't have that knowledge, you know, why I even care about people, what they are thinking, you know, like, it's about this, what God see in me, what he think about me, not about others, you know, and Uh, I think, let's say, I don't know, 2018, somewhere there, I started, I was like, okay, that's it. I am going to spread the gospel. I love God. I want everyone to be free. I want everyone to know him, you know? So I never really was like bold to go in the street and preach as my friends doing, but I was like, okay, let me just use the scripture to speak to people through it, you know? so i think from the day when i started i never stopped it like every single day i started to you know um use the bible verses uh whenever i achieved or i lost it i always was saying like okay this is through god this is thanks to god you know and when i even i lost that last competition i record the uh instagram story and i say okay, I know that that was God's uh, plan, and I know that I am going to learn a lot from it, even if it's right now so difficult. I know that that is plan behind it, and I am, learn- I am going to learn a lot. So I know that was his plan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is how this starts. So I started to use Bible scripture to teach people this, what God wants from us, mm-hmm. and to tell them that, that it's really God, because I've got a lot of friends who don't believe. Mm-hmm. Um, And until now, I have occasion to meet a lot of people and speak to them and uh, bring some of them to the kingdom as well. And, you know, so, yeah, I am using only my social media so far for, like, bringing bringing the people to discussing with them. Mostly uh, Muslim people, they are coming across my uh, platform, which they are telling me, Jesus, it's not God. So I need to fight like every single time with them. Like it's not about fighting, but it's like about proving them. Of mm-hmm. course, Jesus is the God, and they always ask me the same: How it's like? Um, uh, where Jesus said that he is God in the Bible? Tell me any scripture I am going to believe. You know? And I was like, No, you are not going to believe because you, mm-hmm. you have closed mind and closed heart. Heart. So I know that you are not going to believe. Mm-hmm. And whenever, how many? proof I will give to them, they will never believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I did my thing. I say that it is how it is. And I know that Jesus died in the cross and that he was there for us and uh, that he is our savior. So, yeah, I think, I feel like I have calling for like Islam. Mm -hmm. This is like deep down there. Okay. So, yeah. Ah,
1: good. And, and, And without a shadow of a doubt, I, I bumped into one of your LinkedIn uh, messages uh, re- regarding. I can't remember exactly which one it was, and and I just said this is the person I need to have, and just ask them to talk about uh, their their message of Christ because you are of such an influence, and you know it's it's rare to have uh, influencers or. Or, or, or athletes of your stature to just come out and speak boldly about about Christ. This is something that is really, really remarkable, and I must say, I'm really humbled to just uh, hear your story and just, you know, just speak about Christ. And it is good that He has brought you this far, and I know He has great and mighty plans for you, more than what you can ever ask, think, or even imagine. Um. I want us to to, to just bring this to a close and uh, feel free to talk about anything. And uh, probably what I would ask you as my last question is any, any message to uh, that young man um, from Kenya, where I I come from and I I know of many young people who, you know, uh, do, do what you do. And, uh, what, what is your encouragement to them and, and to even, uh, you know, the, the many, uh, I would say people who follow you because of what you do, number one, but even with the message that you have for them. Mm,
0: so what is the message for the people? Yes. For the young people? Mm-hmm. Um, the first, to spread the gospel to the people, mm-hmm. to the ones who are really broke, to the ones who are in really needed. We are sent like a like a disciple in this world and maybe we are not feeling that it's our calling to be there maybe we are scared to speak about it and it's you know um you you shouldn't think about this what people will think about you you shouldn't care about this what people will speak against you like if you have the love of god in you and you know that jesus is alive and he can change other people's life you will just go to them and just spread the gospel which is really important as well i would tell to like i would say to you to try freestyle which it's it's such a blessings for me and i know that can open a lot of doors for you who are watching and you like it you can always come across to my Instagram where I can teach you as well, freestyle, Uh, of course for free because this is a gift from God for me. Mm -hmm. And I learned that for free and I wanted to give that for free as well. Uh, I've got a lot of opportunity to teach people and it's not the thing I wanted to do because I don't want to take it money. So this is another thing why I prefer to, you know, give the advice to people, help them in any way I can in freestyle. Mm And yeah, I know that the freestyle can be blessings and you have a lot of good freestylers in your country, which, which will be awesome that you can grow in your community and, you know, spread the gospel because we are not having a lot of Christian people in freestyle. I believe that God put me in that position that I can speak to freestylers, freestyle footballers, because I went last time in the competition and they like, that was a lot of things I saw which I didn't like it. And I will like speaking with a lot of people about God, about this, how he changed my life and uh, how he can change them life. And I've get, uh, gave a lot of messages to them about like, for example, don't uh, say bad words while you are in the competition because the community, the young community are listening to you. They are going to follow you. So as you say bad words, as you, as you get drunk or as you smoke uh, marijuana, it's not good at all to them to see what kind of example are you, you are doing. you know. And a lot of people like, gave me the feedback like, oh, I never I never thought about that. So, you know, we need to be light in the darkness in any way we go, in anything we do. Even if you, if you see something and you should to say something to someone, don't care what they will think, but think about this, that you did your job for God, mm-hmm. that maybe they will change something in their heart.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that's amazing. And just pray for us even as we uh, finish this show.
0: I pray for you guys, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, Almighty Father, thank you for the meeting. And thank you for the uh, radio and for George. Thank you for everything you've given us, Father. I am praying over this radio that you will spread the gospel towards all the Kenya, all the Africa and all the places all around, Father. Because you are such an amazing Father and you want to change all people's life, Father. Thank you for, for this interview, Father. Touch a lot of people, a lot of those who are listening, Father. Uh, open them eyes, send them eyes to see the things you want them to see, Father. Holy Spirit, come over us. And let us spread the gospel and the good news to the people who who need to hear about you, the ones who are broke and need uh, restoration, the ones who are blind and don't see the truth father open them eyes father we are praying over every single one who are going to come across the radio that they will be safe in jesus name because your name it's powerful jesus name it's the name above the name and and no one is even close to you, father because you are such a beautiful righteousness and true one, father mm-hmm. we are praying in jesus name amen, amen.
1: and amen thank, thank you so much for Thank agreeing so to much. just come and i hope you can come to kenya one day uh, just... i wish
0: i could i really like uh, africa sitting in my heart to help mm-hmm. long time mm-hmm. so i don't know what kind of calling it's that but i i hope i will be able to come one a day
1: in yes. in, his own, in his own time he will make all things beautiful and
0: exactly. you never
1: know this could be the beginning of many things uh, Uh, not just uh, the friendship that we've created with you, uh, but even uh, for the mission that he has for you in Africa. Yes, Yes. that will be awesome. Uh, One a day, for sure.
0: Download our app on Android Play Store and listen to us everywhere you go.
1: Simply search Bloom Radio KE on the store.
0: Install and in seconds, enjoy Bloom wherever you are. The Magazine with AC and George Juguna.